This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Beringer Ingelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The Senate has agreed to begin debate on a non-controversial 2020 spending package. The chamber invoked cloture by a 92-2 vote. The package set to be debated includes funding for the Department of Agriculture and other related agencies. Speaking from the Senate floor earlier today, Senate Appropriations Committee Ranking Member Patrick Leahy of Vermont encouraged his Democratic colleagues to vote in favor to move forward. Each one funds programs important to the American people and our economy. They make critical investments in affordable housing, in infrastructure, in rural development, in our farming communities, in our small businesses, in our environment. They're good bills. I was glad to work with Senator Shelby so we could have these bills before the Senate. They speak to real needs of the American people. Along with USDA, the package would fund FDA, Interior, and EPA. Next, Republicans and Democrats still must iron out differences regarding veterans and defense spending. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell urged Democrats to move ahead on that package as well. Actions speak louder than words. First, I hope we will tackle a package of domestic funding bills. After that, we'll turn to a defense vehicle. I urge our Democratic colleagues to drop the stall tactics that have left funding for our armed forces in limbo and join with Republicans to deliver the funding that our military commanders need uh, to keep us safe. Government funding expires November 21st. Negotiations on tax extenders between House Democrats and Senate Republicans seems to be moving slowly. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he's not seeing interest from House Democrats in moving ahead on tax extenders like in the past. Whether it's a biodiesel tax credit or any one of the other extenders, 27 today and five more are going to be added by December 31st, I don't see the interest of Democrats and tax extenders like they've traditionally had. He says they must see more action from House Democrats. And there's negotiations going on now, and I can't talk about the negotiations, but there just is not the usual interest from the Democrats in extenders like in the usual bipartisan way that extenders have always been followed. Several rural House Democrats support extending tax credits, but it's up to leadership to bring the extenders package to a vote in order to advance the package to the Senate. Biodiesel producers have been without a tax credit since it expired in December of 2017. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by Behringer Engelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products for livestock and companion animals. From Georgia to Missouri, Iowa to Puerto Rico, more than 3,000 U.S. employees power our business. Learn more at the link in today's Drive Time email. An ag economist says China's recent announcement to import 10 million metric tons of U.S. soybeans on a tariff-free quota is encouraging. American Farm Bureau Federation chief economist John Newton says today's announcement is a step in the right direction, but says farmers need more than announcements going into 2020. Well, I think the the challenge is that we've received good news in the past only to see it torpedoed uh, at a later date. I mean, last year we were very close to getting a deal with the Chinese done. 
Uh, and then when, when China took the deal back to China, it came back a, a red line version that we just weren't happy with. Uh, and I think all the comments out of China at this point signal that, that what they agreed to is uh, in principle in the right ballpark. Uh, but what we need to actually see at this point are shipments and, and not just sales because those sales can ultimately be canceled if, if somehow this, this agreement doesn't go through. Earlier today, Reuters reported the Chinese government issued the quota to Chinese state-owned crushing plants, privately owned crushers, and international trading houses. The announcement comes after President Trump said earlier this month the country agreed to buy as much as 40 to $50 billion of farm products annually. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.